Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's talk some NBA and the significance of the NBA now coming back when Major League Baseball can't seem to get out of their own way. Our good buddy Sean Devaney, uh, NBA writer for Forbes.com and Heavy.com. You can find him at Sean Devaney on Twitter. Joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Sean, how you doing? I'm doing well, Bill. How are you? We are doing good. So uh, I know it's not the way everybody wanted it to play out, but it's probably the best scenario uh, to get the season culminated. So uh, tell me a little bit about what your thoughts are as we get ready for some uh, NBA basketball. Yeah, I mean, if you're if you're going into this thinking uh, – uh, all right, I'm going to watch uh, an NBA uh, postseason. I'm going to watch uh, the end of the regular season. I'm going to, uh, you know, cheer for this the way I always have. Uh, you've got to wipe that notion right out of your head because that's not it's not how this is going to be. It's not how it's going to look at all. Um, this is going to be much more of, uh, you know, let's face it, it's a TV show. And, uh, and it's being done uh, for the revenue. It's being done, you know, because uh, owners and, and players don't want to lose out on that money and don't want to have that carry into next year. So, um, so that's, that's the essence of, of what's happening here. Um, you know, there's, there's going to be some risk on the parts of uh, players and coaches, and, and that's something that, um, you know, probably hasn't been talked about enough. Uh, but uh, but in the end, the product that we are used to seeing in the NBA postseason can throw that out the window. This is going to be much more of a uh, of a focused uh, television show than uh, than anything we're used to. One of the things that we've seen in the NBA versus Major League Baseball is the players are all kind of scrambling for their own, and play. Some players don't want to play. Other players do. Other players say it's not worth enough money. Uh, meanwhile, you had the NBA's finest get together and say, "We're going to call like a general mass meeting," and uh, they all said, "We want to finish the season. We want it to culminate. We don't want any interruptions. We want to be united." And damned if they haven't been. Uh, how impressed have you been with the rank and file of the NBA PA? Uh, in wanting the season, uh, wanting this season to culminate. Well, it, you know, here's the thing, Bill. In 1983, a uh, uh, little history. Uh, David Stern, who wasn't yet the commissioner, he would become the commissioner in the next couple of years. 
negotiated a, a collective bargaining agreement. This is when you know the NBA was having the finals on tape delay, and there was a huge drug problem, and and the league was really shaky. Uh, what the what the players and the league did uh, at that time was they agreed to uh, put all their resources together so that. When they decided the salary cap, when they decided who was going to get paid what, uh, they had an agreement where you, you would take all the revenue that the league makes and you would divide it 50-50. The owners would get 50%, the players would get 50%. And what that did was create a partnership between the owners uh, and, the, and, and the players. So there's always they always have the, the, the same interest at heart. This isn't a situation as like we see in baseball where the owners are collecting all the revenue and then deciding how much to give the players, uh, you know, which is a sort of a standard business model. This is, all right, we're going to take all the money uh, and we're going to divide it, which means for the players there's a lot of incentive to make sure that they create as much revenue as possible. Uh, so that's, that's the big difference here. And, and when they did it in the, in the 80s, it was basically the hope was that, that, that the players would clean up their own drug problem because they knew that that was keeping them from, 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 from maximizing their revenues. Uh, and now you're seeing it play out in a much different way with this, with this pandemic where players have a lot of incentives to go out there, even with the risk that it might carry, to, to go out there and play uh, because they, they are essentially partners with the owners. And, and, and if the owners lose a dollar, the players lose a dollar. And, and, and that's the big difference that we're seeing here. Uh, so, yes, I'm impressed, but it's also I think you've got to keep in mind uh, that this is written into the contract. This is, this is part of, uh, uh, of how these guys get paid. Talking with Sean Devaney, NBA writer for Forbes.com and Heavy.com. So the shortened, you know, I guess structure, the way it's going to be, is there a team in particular that's still in this thing that maybe this type of format favors, do you do you think? Or is this, this just going to look like very physical, very, um, I guess, self-respective games when it comes to I'm going to go out and show somebody up just because of my own pride versus having the fans cheer me on? Yeah, I, I, I think, uh, and, and talking to some coaches, they uh, they all pointed me to one team that, that this probably favors more than anybody else, and that's Houston. Uh, because what Houston does uh, in terms of their offense, you know, they don't really need to uh, create a lot of chemistry again. They don't really need to do a lot in terms of uh, uh, feeling each other out and getting back in the moment. What they do is they give the ball to James Harden, they give the ball to, to Russell Westbrook, and they, and they get out of the way. Uh, so Houston is probably the team that, uh, uh, you know, coming in cold like this, uh, you know, despite the, the, the shortened training camp and maybe some scrimmages that they'll have, um, you know, coming in relatively cold and then going right into the playoffs after eight games, you know, it probably favors Houston because they don't need to have a very coherent offense. They just need to, to, to get the ball to those stars and, uh, and like I say, get out of the way. Uh, how, what do you think of the Bucks going into this, uh, this format? You know, I, I think there's no question that, that they've got to be the favorite. Um, you know, when, when you look at what you're going to need to handle this kind of thing, you're going to need depth, you're going to need versatility, uh, because you get into these series and, uh, uh, you know, you're going to be playing matchups, 
uh, quite a bit. Um, you know, fouls are going to be strange. Obviously, the refs are going to be uh, uh, a big factor here. Um, it, it, the, the way that the Bucks are set up in terms of their depth, I think that they're better prepared to handle injury. They're better prepared to handle foul trouble. Uh, they're much better prepared to handle all those things that uh, uh, that teams will uh, will be looking at. Um, so, you know, the Lakers will be there. I think the Clippers are probably, to me, they would be the favorites in the West. Um, I, I would have them ahead of the Lakers, though the Lakers uh, are obviously the number one seed and and uh, uh, and ranked higher. But uh, uh, I think the Clippers are probably a better bet to come out of the West. I would still say that uh, um, that, that that Milwaukee is uh, uh, this doesn't exactly favor the Bucks, but I think that uh, uh, it would be hard to say that any other team in the East uh, is going to have a better shot at getting in the finals than them. Hey, Sean, one thing I have not heard, uh, do we have a date as to when everybody has to get their ballots in for MVP? No, that that's uh, we we haven't uh, quite been told yet uh, if uh, uh, if these eight games are going to be considered, uh, if any part of the playoffs are going to be considered uh, in terms of the MVP stuff. So uh, that's 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 still sort of an issue that's dangling out there. And you know, in the past, it hasn't really mattered. It's just been an individual award. But now it does affect you know how some of these guys can get paid going forward. So uh, it is a little more important now. Uh, to make sure that those are are, are as official as, as as they can be. Coach Budenholzer has got a pretty good staff around him. One guy that's getting a lot of attention is Darvin Ham, the former Milwaukee Buck. Would you think he, because of the way this season has culminated and uh, because of the way the season has just kind of shut down, it's going to be a very short off season. do you think he has a head coaching job going into next season, or do you think that uh, one more year here is what's going to probably end up happening, and then and then after that he goes somewhere? I think it's probably one more year, and then he goes somewhere. Um, you know, when you look at just just, and that's not anything based on him. It's just based on the jobs that that are likely to be available. Uh, you know, if if Brett Brown loses his job in in Philadelphia, the Sixers are probably not going to hire a first time coach. They're probably going to look for for somebody with some experience. He'd probably be a good fit uh, with the Knicks in New York. Um, but uh, but again. Uh, for whatever reason, Knicks are, are in denial about the fact that they're rebuilding, and, and, and so they're not going to uh, uh, they're not going to hire somebody like Darvin Ham. Uh, you know, Chicago would be a possibility. You know, I, I would think that if uh, uh, if there were a job that, that that he would be a good candidate for, it would probably be that one. Um, so, so you know, that 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 would probably be uh, his best chance. But I just think that when you look at the jobs that are likely to be open, uh, most of those teams are going to be looking for veteran coaches. Yeah, I wanted to ask you when you mentioned the Knicks, why is it, is it just the owner? I mean, is it just is that thing just in a shambles? I mean, who in the hell looks at each other every day walking down the hall and go, "We got this," because it just seems like it's just a train wreck. <laughs> yeah, it is the owner, and and it's a it's a culture that's been within that organization for a long time. There is this sort of. Uh, backbiting, uh, uh, you know, very political sort of culture, uh, where, you know, uh, you really, it, it's not necessarily what we're doing what's best for the franchise. You're really incentivized to do what's best for you. Um, and, and time and again, we've seen front office people, you know, Phil Jackson most prominently, 
uh, talked about that and, and, and talked about the culture, whether it's, you know, in the, in the, in the staff of the team doctors or, uh, or, you know, in the marketing department, how all these different factions are, are fighting against each other. And it just does pull the whole thing down. Uh, of course, it's up to the owner to change that and to create a better culture, but that's just the way the Knicks have been, uh, you know, for 25, 30 years. So, um, it's, it's, it's really hard to see, uh, uh, you know, just having Leon Rose in as the new team president. That's really hard to see how that's going to necessarily change all that. Uh, like I said, Phil Jackson probably, and he probably came in with enough credentials where he could have gotten that done. Uh, but in the short time that he was running that team, uh, he wasn't able to, uh, and it's kind of, you got to you got to kind of figure that if if he didn't if he wasn't able to get that done uh it's hard to see how anybody else is going to Sean always good stuff appreciate your time and uh, we'll talk again shortly down the road okay Thanks Bill Thanks, pal. Talk to you soon. There you go. Sean Devaney. He is uh, the NBA writer for Forbes.com and Heavy.com. You can find him on Twitter at Sean Devaney. And you can always read his stuff there as well. He sends out a bunch of links and a lot of updated information regarding the NBA. He joins us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80-plus years. They've been getting it done. Call them 844-PRIDE or go to SchneiderJobs.com. 844-PRIDE or go to SchneiderJobs.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.